No harm done. I'm just viewing from the shadow without violence in my heart. But the eye cuts deep to lacerated understandings of what it means to hold dear the sacred. Lost in confusion, amongst shiny pictures of postures, I look with an empty gaze at a transaction of violence that I just can't stop. The desire pulses in innocence, wrestled from the jaws of hush-hush business. Manifested perversions grip with the toxicity I die to every day. There is love in the reverence, but death in the execution. Talk to me, men, about ways that harness the purity, that reveal a sanctity, the beauty I withhold. Talk to me, women, about ways to hold the feeling in ways that feel held. Bring the talk to the table where love is served best, connection and connection. after a deep journey, a journey that highlighted the hidden, the repression of what it feels to feel, the passion, the desire, the guilt and the shame. Growing up in an Irish Catholic family, my introduction to the world of sex was a mix, a mix of my mother diving across the room to turn off the television when a set of boobs came across the screen and my father blushing deeply when we discovered his stash and he had to deliver the birds and bees talk to my brother and me less. There was no manual for this when they were growing up. Just brush those beautiful natural feelings under the rug for they are the devil's work. So like many others, I felt the need to hide in the shadows when talk came to this. Miseducated by pornography and playground myth, it led to a completely fractured relationship with the divine. A violent act of objectification without violence in my heart. All in a bid to feel. I own all my infractions. I'm not proud of them. But I am standing up to reclaim the sacredness of this relationship. It is the deepest shadow work I have done and is always a work of progress. Honouring the beauty. Consensual sex is just awesome. It is the deepest connection we can have with another being. We enter into a deep relationship where life has the potential to sprout from the magic of our dance together. It is just magic. A great relationship usually has a great sex life as a cornerstone. Making love to my wife further weaves us together as a couple. We come home to each other, even in the face of all that may be boiling around us. It stokes the fire of our love. Attraction, arousal, beautifully natural when we are in the right relationship with them. But at what point does it become objectification? At what point does it go too far? These are the conversations that we need to have with young people. The conversations we need to have with adults who have yet to become adults. We need containers of dialogue where we can speak freely. To reconnect with the beauty of sacred connection. To embrace our sexuality in all its glory, including the bits we hide in the shadows. An ecosystem of over-sexualization and pornography does not breed the right relationship. Open dialogue is a path forward. Holding space for people to make conscious their inner feelings and thoughts can be alchemical in nature. Two examples from my own experience of holding space spring to mind. 
I've run sexual education classes for year three to 12 students for over 20 years. Holding space for deep and open discourse about a topic that most call taboo has been a joy. I've run classes with boys and girls together and separately. The giggles, the blushing, the laughter when I say certain words out loud. This is totally orcs, Mr. Brophy. It sure is, my reply. But nothing beats the deluge of questions that comes at me when I say to them that I will respond to all questions, just as long as they use the scientific terminology. The questions are first submitted anonymously to help create trust, but that is quickly dismissed as they see that I truly mean that nothing is off limits. It has certainly led to some interesting rabbit holes. From my many years of running these sessions, I've found that there's just so much misinformation out there. Because a topic is awkward for some, they have been educated by hearsay and pornography, and I take pride in helping clear up that signal. One of the most beautiful moments I've had as an educator was during a body awareness session I ran for younger students. During the separate boys session, I had a year student come out. A term was used that this boy took great offence to. He bravely called out the older, cooler others before I could interject and proclaimed that he already knew that he liked boys. He was eight. Instead of ridicule, these boys rose as warriors and held him as he stepped into the open. I get goosebumps just thinking about that moment. When we create crucibles of trust, we can hold space for all to be as they are, to be who they are. But it starts as men and women looking at ourselves first. If nine and 10 year old boys can rise with such strength, we all can. There are more informed people than I speaking on this, but I did want to speak openly about my truth to publicly acknowledge the work that I have done and will continue to do so. And to leave you with the offer of an inquiry into your relationship with the sacred. There is no judgment here, just an open heart and ears. So speak freely from your heart. Till next week.